Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in today's solo episode, I'll be sharing my Nidra Yoga journey, what Nidra Yoga is, and its benefits. If you're wanting to reduce the effects of stress, improve your mood, or support your immune system so that you feel calmer and more rested, then this episode is for you. Let's jump in. Thanks for joining me for today's solo episode about Nidra Yoga. I've shared a bit about how I discovered Nidra Yoga in episode one and two, if you'd like to go back and listen, but I'll also recap just in case this is your first time. So I was a PE teacher, trained as a PE teacher, and was always interested in trying different sports and activities that improved my physical health. And when I lived in London over 20 years ago, I was going to a gym and that gym actually offered yoga. I hadn't tried it before and I started doing it once a week and I fell in love with it. I just loved how it made my body feel, but also it helped to calm my mind. And it was quite stressful living in London with such a busy, busy city and, you know, new place, new people. So I really found it to be relaxing and then started to do it actually twice a week. On my way back from London after three years of teaching over there, I actually traveled through India and did some courses over there. So I did an intensive yoga training and it involved things like getting up for a two hour sunrise session, which I remember being so beautiful. And also every afternoon was a afternoon two hour session. And that was when I was first introduced to Nidra Yoga. We would do at the end of each of those afternoon sessions and Nidra Yoga um, before we'd, you know, go off for the night. So I continued to practice various styles of yoga when I returned home from London and then I had my children and that's when I was not doing yoga as much and we relocated to Geelong and it was over the last few years that I transitioned from the traditional flow styles of yoga and started to take up yin yoga. So my kids were five and seven when we were going through my son's uh, diagnosis of autism. And during that process and over that 18 months of long wait lists and, you know, seeing various specialists, I was very emotionally drained as well as just exhausted. And I was always overthinking things, thinking about what I could be doing better, what I needed to do, just overanalyzing. And that was when I uh, started to listen to a podcast. And that podcast had an interview with Karen Brody. And Karen Brody is the author of the book, Daring to Rest. And so I ordered that book straight away and I did her 40-day program and it was exactly what I needed in my life. It was just that perfect um, 
style of yoga that I was missing. So the 40-day program also then helped me start a nighttime routine because before that, I was sacrificing sleep to get more done at nighttime, especially since I, you know, just starting my business. So now I have a beautiful night ritual, really. It's not a set time ritual where I will heat my wheat pack. I will roll my roller bowl bottle of lavender on my wrists and on my um, feet, the soles of my feet, where it's really easily absorbed. And I will usually read for about half an hour. And I will listen to either a meditation or a yoga nidra before falling asleep. Um, so I'm really grateful to have had these various experiences throughout my life to then come back to nidra yoga and it's exactly what I need now. So I actually then did my teacher training back then. As soon as I had, I had finished the 40 day, I just loved it so much. Um, so I've done various different trainings in Nidra yoga and learn a lot about the different styles because it's not just one style. There's various styles that, um, that you can do. So if we just look at now sleep. So sleep. Is we require between eight and 10 hours. You know, each of us needs slightly more or slightly less, but most of us are only getting six hours per night. And, you know, the reason for us sacrificing our sleep is that we are wanting to get more done. The other thing is about the um, changing light. So we're working and using artificial lights at night, which is also affecting our um, our sleep patterns as well. So we have a natural rhythm. Our natural rhythm or circadian rhythm, our body clock, is our in- internal system that regulates our feelings of sleepiness and wakefulness every day. And during this time, our melatonin is produced by our body. So at sunset, our body starts to produce naturally melatonin. And then when the sun rises, it um, reduces that. It stops that production. And I know there's there's actual melatonin that you can take to help with um, getting a more restful night's sleep um, to also if your body's not producing that amount or enough for you to help you fall into that restful night's sleep. So why is sleep important? Our body goes into recovery mode when we're sleeping. So things like our memories are consolidated, our behaviors from the day, our brain starts to put them where they need them. Yes, do I need to keep that? Or no, we can get rid of that. We don't need that information anymore. Your body also is recovering like your different organs are um, doing sort of like a clean sweep and starting again and refreshing themselves ready for the next day. Um, It also then, so it leaves you prepared and revitalized for the next day. It also helps to reduce like anxiety. Our mental well-being is improved by getting enough sleep. And one of the other really important things um, which is really linked with Nidra Yoga, is our core body temperature. So our core body temperature decreases when we're sleeping. And this is also related with um, rest is related to reduction in inflammation-related conditions like our autoimmune diseases and our allergies. So if we're not getting enough sleep and getting um, into that right sleep pattern, our core body temperature is not getting a chance to decrease and it's staying uh staying really high. I'll go through the different brainwave patterns because that'll help you just to understand sleep and also then help to understand 
nidra yoga and its beautiful benefits. So we have our beta wave, beta basic waves when we're awake. And then when we're um, moving into sort of that first stage of sleep, we'll have alpha brain waves. We can also have alpha and theta brain waves without us actually being asleep as well. So I'll give some examples of those. But our alpha is when our serotonin, our neurotransmitter is released. And that is helps us with our mood. So it regulates our mood. It helps us to feel calmer. It also supports our sleep and our immune system. So that's that first um, slowing down of our brain waves. Our next um, dip in our brain waves is our theta. And this is when we have dreaming or our REM sleep, and our thoughts slow down even further again. There's no cortisol that's released. So cortisol is like our stress hormone that um, when we're in flight or flight is being released. So obviously in this stage, we're not having that happen. Emotional integration occurs. So this is when our creativity can open up and we're able to have that creative thoughts come into us. So this is why theta doesn't necessarily have to be asleep, but your brain waves are slowed down for that to occur. So a really great example is kids. You might see kids playing and they're really engrossed in an activity when they're playing and you could talk to them, but they're processing information and they're not paying any attention because their brain waves have probably slowed down to maybe that theta stage. Another one is like people who are artists, they say that sometimes they're in that theta stage. Um, this is also when our carbohydrates and cholesterol is metabolized. So this is a great state to be in, these brainwave states, for when we're losing weight. That is why it's really important that we get enough sleep so we can get into that um, stage of sleep for us to be, have that uh, you know, metabolism of those things that we've eaten throughout our day. This is also usually when you're meditating that you'll be in theta um, brainwave activity. So that is why I'm saying it doesn't necessarily have to be asleep. There are times when you can have those slow brainwaves, but you're still conscious. And then the next one is delta. So delta is when we're in deep sleep. So we're dreamless state, our um, our thoughts are like one per second. And this is when our subconscious mind is open to to positive statements and affirmations. This is really restorative brainwave activity. And this is when a healing occurs. And cortisol is actually removed from our body at that stage. So if we've been in stress and, and flight and fight mode, we want to be able to get into this deep Um, stage of sleep so that any of the cortisol can be removed from our body from that day. This is brainwave activity that they use for um, people to go into a coma because this is when that healing occurs for them as well as uh, the dreamless state. So the thoughts are, you know, one per second. There's some of the brainwave activities which really helps us to understand how Nidra Yoga is actually benefiting us. Nidra Yoga is a form of yoga and Nidra means sleep. So it's a sleep-based conscious guided meditation. So it's actually a form of meditation, but it's not a substitute for sleep. Research says that from a 20-minute practice, your body is not sleeping. Your body gets the same benefits 
as as two hours of sleep. So your body's that restful state is what you'll get from a 20-minute practice. So your body is asleep while your mind is awake, uh, taking in the guided instructions. You know, your body's getting that sleep benefit, but your mind is still there and it's taking in those those affirmations and helping to bring about healing and transformation. Our breathing triggers a relaxation response that improves the function of our nervous system and our endocrine, so our hormones um, as well. So so lots of people think that they're actually asleep when they're in nidra yoga, but when they're prompted, so when I might say, okay, now it's time to bring ourselves back into the room, they're able to do that and they're able to then wake up at the end of the nidra yoga. So therefore, you're not actually asleep. You're just in one of those deep brain waves. So you're not probably in delta, but you may be in theta um, brainwave activities. Yeah, so when you don't wake up, that's when you know that you've gone down into that deep delta um, stage. Now, the best part about Nidra Yoga also is there's no equipment needed. All you all you need is somewhere comfortable to sleep or to lie down. You know, it could be a mat, it could be on a bed, it could be even on a couch. Um, you need to be warm enough because your body temperature does decrease so you want to have some blankets and you want to be comfortable so even a pillow under your head like I encourage people who come to my classes to bring their pillow bring a nice snuggly warm blanket that and then I usually provide them with a blanket on the bottom of them over their mat just to keep they also may like to have an eye pillow over your eyes and then all you need is a actual recording of someone reading you the Nidra yoga script. So there's actually a process that's involved. So I do, which I'll share at the end, but there is a link that you can download for free a Nidra yoga, a 15, really short 15 minute meditation that I've done. So the process of Nidra yoga. So it starts with an intention. So an intention or traditionally it's called a sankalpa is a wish or a desire for yourself. It comes from your heart. It's like a positive affirmation. It's in the I am statement because it's telling your brain that this is already actually happening. Your brain doesn't know whether that's true or not. So we use that I am as a seed to plant in our subconscious mind and it helps bring about transformation or healing. Something that you might have as one of your um, intentions is, I am calm and more rested. It helps to you point you in the right direction because that's what we want. We want to be calm and we want to be more rested. It might be around, I'm enough. The next stage is the rotation of consciousness. Actually, there will be a relaxation stage as well. So go through the different um, senses to actually just ground you and get your body ready to move into relaxation. And then you have the rotation of consciousness. So the rotation of consciousness is when we move your attention to an area in your body, you then release any blocked energy that you have there and then you... Um, allow that body part to completely relax yeah your attention so like as the saying goes where your attention goes energy flows so by taking our attention to each of those body parts throughout you know throughout our body then that energy can be released 
And it's, it's really interesting to feel that point when you take your attention there and then you, um, and then you'll feel, sometimes you can feel a tingling sensation in that area of your body, which is like the chi energy being moved, um, from that part of your body. Now, also with your rotation of consciousness, there's different styles which will do a different um, part of your body. So when I do it, I go from fingertips up your arm, down the side of your body, down to your toes, then the other side of your body. So the same hands, fingers, hands, arms, down the side of your body to your toes. Then you come up the back of your body, your heels over the back of your head, down your um, face, down your chest, and then finishing in sort of the groin and then um, distinguishing both sides of the body, the left and the right, and then your whole body. The next bit is holding opposites. So we hold opposites in our body so that it might be a sensation. This helps to train your body to stop identifying with only one half of the pair. Um, so you can start to clear some of those mental bodies and let go of negative emotions or, and move more into the more positive ones. So it might be, um, hot and cold. It could be, uh, heavy and light. Um, they're the two that I generally, generally use, but there's also, you could be using two different emotions, strong emotions as well. So that's the process. And then you come back to your intention, stating your attention again at the end and then grounding the person um, by using the different senses at the very, very end. So when we're using our intention again at the end, we will be, we may be in the delta state. And that's that part where we want our subconscious mind to be open to affirmations. And that's why we state them at the start as well as again at the end. So I suppose you want to know what the benefits, what's the point in doing all of this um, nidra yoga for yourself? Melatonin is released from our penile gland, which is behind our third eye, between your two eyebrows. So if you take your attention there, even right now, if you just take your attention there, that is um, releasing the melatonin, which actually boosts our immune system, promotes healing, helps us to sleep and helps us to to feel more relaxed and happy as well. And I found this is definitely something that um, people have said at the end of class, like when they've come back several weeks in a row, that their sleep has definitely improved from practicing regularly or practicing weekly. I mean, obviously, it's beautiful if you can practice daily, but even several times a week. It gives you a bit of a timeless state. So you're not thinking about your to-do list. Your thought, because your thoughts have that chance to just slow down and they're like when you're meditating, it's that benefits of meditation as well as sleep. I know for myself, I was definitely more present by practicing nidra on a regular basis. So I wasn't thinking about the past or the future, which triggers anxiety in most of us. So by trying to be in the present moment and bringing your awareness, just having awareness around you of that moment uh, helps us to stop increasing anxiety in our life. So as I stated before, you know, Nidra Yoga 20-minute practice is equivalent rest for your body 
as to two hours of sleep. But that's not to say that you should use it in place of sleep. It's to give you something extra, to give you that extra two hours of your body feeling like it's slept. I've, I've actually used it when I've had only 15 minutes and I knew that I was just feeling really exhausted in the late afternoon and I've used it then just to rejuvenate myself and, and know that I can get through the rest of the night. It also helps with getting to sleep and staying, staying asleep. So it's, if you practice regularly, this definitely improves that. Something that I experienced, I would find that I would wake um, and then start the worrying process. And as we all know, when it's nighttime, it definitely the anxiety and worry takes hold. I'm able to now, though, from practicing regularly, able to fall back to sleep, to not get lost in that um, those thoughts of worry. I can bring myself back to the present moment, where I am, how I'm feeling, focusing on the comfort of where I am in the bed and actually get back to sleep. It also helps, and this is not something that I can talk about, but other people I know have spoken, plus I've read some research about it, about the reduction in inflammation related to autoimmune diseases and allergies. So as I've said before, when your brain goes into delta brainwaves, your core body temperature cools down, which also just helps to reduce that inflammation. It also helps to tune into your intuition, I definitely found I wasn't, I was very indecisive before practicing regularly nidra yoga. Whereas now I'm more connected to my gut. So I've moved from my head into being more aware of my actual body. And so it's taken away that worrying all the time. But now that I'm connected more to my gut and my body, um, not in my head anymore, I'm able to then tune into my decisions and be more certain in what I want to make a decision about rather than um, worrying about everyone else and what everyone else would think. Now, I know that I did mention that there's lots of research. There's research around meditation, but I'm not going to go into those. I'm going to just share two examples of research that were based on Nidra Yoga, but there's a lot. So iRest is another program by Robert Miller who's developed a form of Nidra Yoga that they actually use in hospitals. And there's lots of research around trauma and around cancer patients using Nidra Yoga. But the two studies I wanted to talk about, one was in 2017, which is quite recent, of um, nine psychiatric nurses who undertook one and a half hours of yoga nidra weekly for six weeks. And what they found is a decrease in their stress levels. There was a decrease in their muscle fatigue. Their resilience really um, increased over that uh, that time. So that's a great example. And the other one was one that was in New South Wales here in Australia, which was studied uh, in 2011 and it was boys in a school for disruptive behaviors and they measured the changes in their respiratory patterns after using yoga nidra that was over a whole 13 week term and they found the boys with the most unstable erratic breathing patterns became steady and regular reflecting a calmer nervous system so I hope by sharing the benefits of Nidra Yoga, my journey through um, Nidra Yoga and how I came across it and how it's become now part of my night ritual to promote sleep, that maybe it's 
something that you're missing from your self-care and you need to help calm your mind and body. So if you're um, looking for your first, you know, to starting out and you're really interested in trying yin and nidra yoga, I have a short five online lessons that you can do and there is a nidra yoga that you can listen to as well. It has one with recorded music behind it and one's just my voice. So I know that some people prefer without music. So thanks for listening to Simply Happy Conversations. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, then I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review. This helps others find it who are also looking for tips and organizational strategies to simplify their life and prioritize their health. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss future episodes. You can also connect with me over at simplyhappy.com.au.